Now we return you to the test card and some music. Welcome to the Pilot Take 67, a weekly podcast reviewing the pilot episodes of television shows past and present. He is Jed Shepard. And that guy's Rob Jelly the Jelly Man. Rob Jelly the Third returns once again to claim his crown for the castle jelly fish. His name is Rob. Rob Jelly. He's not on the telly. <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. Hey, it's like it's almost like we basically get locked in here for the yeah. week between episodes. I know, and we slowly go a little bit more mad. So crazy, yeah. We've just we just filled our, our mouths with with uh, juicy strawberry sweets, and by my oh my, they're juicy. Oh god, they're juicy. Got you. They're not lying. <laughs> no. I, I do hate it when you buy food nowadays and it says new and improved. You think, yeah. All right, the new bit may be because you've changed something. Yeah. The improved bit, surely that's down to me to decide. Exactly. And also, I want the old one. Don't get rid of the old one. That's why I'm buying it, based on the history of it being good. Yeah. I, I've never understood why people do this with food. You know, especially when you make something amazing. Well, recently, they've been doing it because when they say new improved, it's, they've taken out all the sugar because of the sugar tax. That's not improved. But it's no, a- no one is buying anything <laughs> of two options, and one is the, the high sugar one and one yep. the low sugar one. No one is opting deliberately for the zero sugar, low sugar one. Well, you know ever. I'm um, a walking, talking billboard for LucasAid. Most certainly are. <laughs> like, every single episode, Rob texts me beforehand, do you want a LucasAid? And he goes to the shop and gets me a LucasAid before I mean, he gets I already know the, the answer's yes. Yeah, but, of course it is. But it's common courtesy to ask. Always original LucasAid, by the way. Um, but, like... Uh, they have changed their flavour because of the sugar tax. And if you guys don't know what the sugar tax is, it means if you have a certain amount of sugar in your drink, then you're paying way more tax and, and the prices of the drink will have to go up. So you bring the sugar content down, you pay this exactly. sugar tax. So the amount of sugar in the Lucas has gone way down, so it's below the sugar tax. Um, and they've done a good job, to be fair. Yeah. It still tastes the same. It's still yeah. th- it's right then, yeah. it's fine. I mean, I've got a, a zero, a Coke Zero thing, which apparently is 0% sugar, zero yeah. calories, zero... I'm not entirely sure what's in it, to be honest with you. If they've taken all that out... It's, it's just uh, ca- chemicals and... Chemicals? And food colouring. Damn, they taste good, these <laughs> yeah. chemicals. Give me some more chemicals. Um, how are you, Jed Shepard? you had a good week? I'm good, thank you. Um, I'm still a little bit um, tired from LA. Are you LA. still jet-lagged from <laughs> I LA? Am. I just can't, can't get... And, but it's a good thing because um, I was up at uh, f- about 4.30, 5am a couple of nights ago, a couple of days ago, and I was like, oh, I know what I could do right now. I could watch a film, a horror film or something, but no. Or watch some shows for the pilot. Yeah, I could do that. Or Rob Jelly's on the radio right now. I'm going to listen to him. <laughs> and text me. Yeah, and like a tune in, and there he is. I can't remember what you're going on about, but I was cracking up. It's funny. Um, <laughs> you, I, I can't remember. You were just doing some observations. I'm just like, it's, it's just the same. Seriously, that is exactly <laughs> what... I mean, I didn't realise you were listening until you'd messaged me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, so you truly got an actual... An natural glimpse of yeah. me in my natural habitat. I know what you do, and you were doing. Uh, that's that song that goes. <laughs> what is that song? It's like no one is going to get that song. Um, 
No, it was. It you're was right. Really... You're right. No one very rarely gets it anymore. <laughs> I've made it much harder of late because it seemed to be getting too easy. That was a really hard one. It was House Martins, wasn't it? It was Happy Hour by yeah. House Martins, which is an amazing song, by the way. Yeah. Um, but I was listening to you at your radio show, and I was like, he's playing banger after banger after banger. Do you choose those songs, or is it a playlist? Uh, so I'm given most of the show, but okay. I will usually have a little tweak and throw a few extras in there okay. for good measure. So because you you just banger central, but then I kind of fell asleep towards the end uh, of your show because I was just I played a ballad, I think. Yeah, I think that was so. it. Game over. <laughs> um, just because I was like uh, tired. And yeah, and, and it was five a.m. Yeah, and you shouldn't really have been up. I know. I'd be watching films, uh, but no, it was good to hear you live. And basically, you just do. It's like this show, but without the me bit. Like so, <laughs> yeah. instead of me, this music, which is if you probably can imagine better. such a hell. Yeah, <laughs> and that is what my show is about. But. Uh, yeah, no, it was good. It was nice to have you upon the, uh, yeah, yeah. the show, and it's always nice when like new people like, chip in and things like mm-hmm. that. A few of the guys that I play football with uh, occasionally work nights and things, so they get like, a message from them on Facebook or something, and it just goes, bing, and I'm yeah. like, oh, no, they're listening in. I've got, don't mess up. Jelly, don't mess up, because you will <laughs> never live it down. It's true, it's true, it's true. So I try not to focus on too much on like who's listening, just mm-hmm. more focus on just doing what I do, you know. And you, and you also have a bit of a change this week, right? You're doing... Uh, yeah, so when this uh, episode of the podcast is out, I will be doing the after... I'm just covering the afternoon for a week. Um, our afternoon presenters are on Holly Bob. So, um, yeah, I got called in for a week's action in the afternoons, which means nice. a bit of sleep and a longer show, which is always cool. Uh, and actually, by the time this has gone out, I can tell you, I have chatted to uh, Calabro. Who's that? The four, no, they're the four-piece um, musical theatre uh, opera singers. They're amazing, oh, wow, incredible. Okay. And the Proclaimers. Um, I had the Proclaimers on the show on Tuesday, so the 14th. Okay, I put out their tapes. Did you really? Yeah, I put out the Proclaimers. Well, good job. We're, record- right. we're recording this before I actually talk to them. Okay. But you'll hear this after I have. Okay, I probably I think I've got some procla- proclaimers tapes Give here. Give me a so. word. Give me a quick word to sneak into the interview with the proclaimers. Um, Something I can actually get in as well. They've, they've got to say Wizbit. Wizbit, which is uh, the Paul Daniels TV show character. That's a triangle that talks. Right. Okay. Wizbit, Wizbit. is my <laughs> challenge word. Okay. We can listen back on the iPlayer. Okay. I'm sure it'll be there. If you get Wizbit into an interview with the proclaimers, you're going to be a hero. I'll get them to say it. If you can, if they do, you'll be my hero. I'll try and get them that's to say That's amazing. It. The Proclaimers saying Wizbit. That's a promise. You, I'll try. Okay, I'll do what so I good. can. That's I'll so do good. what I can to squeeze it into the interview. Um, um, other than other than being sort of jet-lagged and being up at the wrong time, anything else this week? Or uh, you, what, normal the, Jed stuff? Yeah, the, the Proclaimers album's really good, by the way. So I have listened to it. Angry yeah. Cyclist. Yeah, brilliant. Very good. Brilliant. Um, I've just been doing... Oh, so we're working on myself and um, Rob, the director of, that I work with, and I'm the writer... Uh, we're working on a new uh, treatment for a horror film for a big horror director producer who has a big DC movie. I like the way you're being very vague about this. You know, I don't, I don't I know. If, this, I know <laughs> this game. I don't know if Rob wants it out there, but it'll fit into his universe of okay. uh, horror movies. Um, so, yeah, so we're submitting that and seeing if he likes it. He's, mm. He really wants to work with us, so it'd be really cool if he likes us. And Watch this space. I'm really excited by it. So, um, yeah, and um, when is this going out on Wednesday? Yeah, 15th. Okay. I still can't announce a few things, no, but no. Um, there's some cool things happening. Soon. Other stuff happening. Yeah. Keep listening, and you'll be the first to find out about it here on the pilot, or, of course, probably mm-hmm. by Jed's Twitter account, which we'll give you at the end of the show. Uh, right. Shall we grow on with format? 
two, two more shows to yeah. review. We are on take 67, so this is 134 and 135. Wowzers. Uh, that's how many shows we've watched, uh, pilot episodes of television shows. We've got an entire league table. We've got to be near the end now, Rob. Oh, well, come I, on. I'd have thought so. I can't see us going past 70, maybe 71. There can't be more than 150 shows ever made. Uh, I, I, I didn't think so. Okay. But, but apparently, we're getting close to it. Ridiculous. So, okay. It's too many shows. Are you sure we haven't watched a few of these twice? Uh, we must have. I think there's um, a bit, we, yeah. There must be a few repeats in there. Okay. Um, but I know these aren't repeats, the two we've got today. Yeah. Uh, and we'll start with my choice this week, which before we'd gone away to watch these, yeah. if you'd have asked, in fact, before this project even started, before we started the pilot podcast, mm-hmm. if you'd have asked me, Rob, what is the best pilot episode of all time that yeah. you have seen? I would have said this one. I remember you telling me this as well, and I was like, because I think okay. it has the best ending to a pilot episode ever. Full stop. That is a big claim. Full stop. However, we've gone back to watch it again <laughs> just to make sure. Yeah. And this week we went away to watch Flash Forward. Now, there's not really a theme tune to this. No. Not an opening theme tune, at least. There's always an end credits, uh, which yeah. has the same music, which is what you can hear now. Um, but there isn't a sort of title sequence as and such. The reason for that, I think, is because this came hot off the back of Lost. Um, yes. They share a lot of the same cast, a lot of the same themes. And again, with Lost, you didn't need a, a theme song. No. You just needed something that says the title of the show. On Boom, we go. straight in. Let's get on yeah. with it. Uh, so it opens up um, to what you think uh, certainly appears at the start um, is a car crash. Uh, you've got a, a guy in a car, very dazed, smoke around. You can hear lots of alarms going off, lots of screaming and shouting. Um, general carnage, the sort of thing you would expect from a car crash yeah. uh, as the sort of scene progresses. And it's only over the first 30 seconds to a minute at most. Uh, you you start to understand that he's he's okay at least he's dazed but he gets out seems to be wearing a, a, a sort of stab vest bulletproof vest so perhaps a cop yeah um, but this isn't just like a couple of car pile up this is quite a big accident whatever's happened is there's widespread uh, carnage going on here and there's um, there's bodies. Yeah. as well as people like very, very injured as a guy on fire at one point as well. This bit reminded me exactly of the start of The Walking Dead in the pilot episode, where... Yeah. I think it's really similar, where there's cars strewn around. Well, the first thing you, well yeah, the first thing you see is him, isn't it, on his own, yep. and then slowly but surely it just gets... The, the shot gets wider, as it were, mm-hmm. and you start to realise the devastation's not quite as... Um, contained. Contained as, as, yep. as originally thought. Um, so it's, it all pans out. He's obviously looking for someone called Dimitri because he shouts out Dimitri. Yep. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's very, very... It's left very, very vague. You haven't really got any idea. You don't see much more than the overpass that he is on. Yep. Um, but you can tell that something horrible has happened here. Um, and then bang, tiles come up. And yep. then you're off. You're into the show. Here we go. Um did you did you kind of remember that first scene? Yeah, well, my experience with this pilot episode um, was because I was such a big fan of Lost, and when it ended, I was like, I need something else. Yep. And luckily, the networks were just like, yeah, we've got something else for you. We're, we're going to try and make it quite similar. Uh, mystery, sci-fi, about five, six people from the, from the cast of Lost. Yeah. So there was a lot of fanfare. There was big billboards everywhere, loads of trailers. Yeah, I remember this landing with quite, yeah. quite a sort of, you know, big... Someone yeah. dance, really. And I watched I watched the pilot at the time and I bloody loved it. Like yeah. so I was quite trepid 
trepidatious, is that the word? I don't know, depends what you mean. Yeah, I was quite concerned that I wouldn't like this going into it again because some time has passed. Correct and, word. Yeah. Um, but no, I was happily surprised. It still holds up. Yep. Um, I've never actually finished this series, so I, I don't know how this ends. I don't remember if I ever did either. Okay. I, I think I got towards the end of it. And then learnt that they had cancelled it, and they were only—they yeah. were going to make season one. Really? Okay. So I think um, I don't—I don't think I ever got to the end of season one before yeah. finding out that they weren't going to make season two, and it, right. and that immediately puts you off finishing. It does it really does? Yeah. Using, yeah. What is the point? Because this pilot is strong. This is a strong it's pilot. A really, really good pilot. Yeah. Um, the the after after you see the title, it gets flash forward. Um, you get a kind of explain insights. what flash forward is first. Well, I'll explain in a second. Let me just okay. so so you've gone from this carnage scene mm-hmm. um, to the title, right? And then you go into what looks like everyday life. Um, I might have defined what amount of time it was earlier. I think it's it's, it's four hours earlier. Uh, I think it's it four it, hours earlier. Some, something four like hours? that. Yeah, four something hours or like two that. hours or something. Um, and you get to see into the lives of probably four or five people yeah. um, who are just going about their day to day business. Mm-hmm. It's like a an average Wednesday. Um, stuff is happening, you know. Clearly, um, you learn quite quickly. He is a cop because yep. he's in the car with uh, with his with his buddy. They're taking photos of uh, some people meeting. Uh, you get another scene where uh, a lady is um, surgeon, I guess, a doctor, yep. some sort. She's seeing to people in in A and E. You've got um, a series of other people doing their day to day stuff, and. Well, you've got one guy who's going to commit suicide as well. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. So you've got uh, a cop at work, you've got a surgeon, you've got a babysitter. Mm-hmm. Um, the girl's sort of in there looking after the cop's daughter. Yeah. Uh, the cop and the doctor are a uh, couple. They're but a couple. Do you find that out straight? Yeah, you do, because they, yeah, yeah, they leave yeah. the same house. Because she says, can you check the garage door? Right, of course, yeah. Um, and there's, um, yeah, what looks like a man about to commit suicide on a pier um, over the sea. Um and then, and then, I guess the whole thing is sort of like getting faster and faster, blipping between the lives, sort of trying to get to a synchronised point where they all black out. Yeah. Now, not just the four or five people you're looking at here, everyone. Every single person. Now, you don't necessarily get this straight away, but in the next 10 to 15 minutes you learn everyone on earth. Every single person. You think of someone? Them as well. Yep. Everyone. Blacked mm-hmm. out. Completely for two minutes and 17 seconds. Yeah. And then people start coming round. Now, naturally, you start to think, well, that's not... You know, some people have been asleep. Some people have been driving cars. Some people have been on a plane. Some people have been in a shop. You know, there there would have been people doing all manner of different things from all across the globe. So for some people, it would have been catastrophic and life-ending. And for others, it would have been, you know, oh, I blacked out and I'm, I'm back again. Fine. Um... And you seem to get this very, very fast uh, sequence of images that fly through, uh, and they seem to involve the cop. Yep. Joseph uh, Fiennes is the actor. That's it. And uh, who plays Mark Benford. Yep. Um, so you see all these images of Mark in all sorts of different places, looking at things. I mean, he's a cop at the end of the day. Nothing you see here is out of the ordinary for a cop as such. Yeah. Um, Keynote is that you don't know the date or the time of the blackout at this point. Yeah. Um, but you do see a date in the flash forward. Yeah. Uh, which they don't realise it is yet because it's not until they all come round and start to 
identify the scale of the issue, what's mm-hmm. going on, that they start to go, hang on, well, I, I did, when I blacked out, I didn't just black out. I kind of had a dream, like I, you know, I was remembering something, but in the future. So I yeah. wasn't necessarily having a flashback. I was having a flash forward. Yeah. And then a few other people went, yeah, like me too. I was, I sort of saw... Things that, that haven't happened yet. Things that haven't happened, things that yeah. maybe couldn't happen. So one lady says... I was having a sonogram mm-hmm. and she's like, well, I'm not pregnant and yeah. I haven't got any kids. So it's not a backwards one. It's a forwards one. Um, and Dimitri doesn't yeah. have a flash forward, mm-hmm. um, which... which he suggests means that he won't be alive yeah. when it comes to thing. Now, when they working this all out, they suss out that the date is about six and a half months in the future. Yeah. So I've got a couple of things to say here. Go. If that so the concept of a flash forward, I mean, this whole thing is based on a novel, but we'll come back to that in a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first place that anyone in pop- popular culture came across the words flash forward was Lost. So in Lost, and this is a little bit of spoilers for Lost, but it's, I mean, it's like 15 years old now, 10 years old. Um, they, they, they employed the use of flashbacks quite often yep. because they're on an island but, and then if they flashback to see what's happening in the past. And then we start seeing them off the island. So you, you t- would just assume it's a flashback and then you realise... Oh, hang on, they're talking about coming off the island. So then it, they started bringing flash forwards. Um, so is this because obviously some the likes of J.J. Abrams worked on Lost. So whose idea is this whole flash forward thing? Do you know? Um, I think I think it's just a play on the word flash flashback. But I think in popular culture, it was Lost that popularised yeah. the words flash forward. And then all of a sudden, when Lost finishes, we have a show called Flash, flash forward. forward. Yeah. Um, so, I, so, so this idea isn't brand new. But then something that happens, which you just said, reminded me of something. So one of the characters, he doesn't have... His flash-forward is blank. Yeah, Dimitri. Which makes him think he's dead. So I... A friend of mine uh, used to manage a psychic. Now, this story's going to sound weird now. Right, okay. Um, and she's a famous psychic called... She's an Irish psychic called Sharon Neal. I, I'm the most sceptical person on earth. I don't believe in any of that crap. But because my 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 friend was yeah, yeah, yeah. managing her, she was like, oh, Jed, you should go see her. And I was like, okay, this will be funny. So I went with my, my, <laughs> I went with my friend Hannah. Um, sorry, Hannah, for me like exposing you like this. But I went with my friend Hannah, um, and it was in this weird hotel. It was actually in the psychic hotel room, which was weird. Um, and she's like an older woman. She's blind, by the way. She's a blind psychic with an okay. Irish accent. Um, and I said to Hannah, oh, I'll go in first. Um, and usually she charges loads of money for this, but obviously because we knew her, we got in free. So I went in. She she and she recorded this, and she told my future, right? Yeah. And everything she said, no joke, has come true. And she, I've got it. How long, recorded. how long ago was this? It's got to be like eight years. Right. Okay. Um, no, no, this is like ten years ago. Um, and I've got it. I've got. She recorded it on like a dictaphone type yeah, thing, yeah. and she gave me the the tape. And then, so slowly but surely, that parts of what she was saying have come true. Everything's come true. Or, is or, there anything left on there that's not come to fruition yet? There's there's one thing that's kind of that's rolling on and on and on and on, but it's pretty it's pretty accurate what's happened so far. Um, and then, so my friend Hannah, I was I came out and was like, yeah, that was really good, Hannah. Like this is going to be good. Um, so Hannah goes in. I went, I'm waiting outside. Thirty seconds later, Hannah comes back. I'm like, what's happened? Um, and she's like, oh, she said she can't see any- anything for me. And I was like, oh, she told me if she can't see anything, that person doesn't have a future. So, like, oh what? My- yeah. Um, well done, Jed. Break it to her softly. Yeah. 
Um, and I haven't heard from Hannah in a while, so I hope she, Hannah, if you're out there, I hope you're okay, mate. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Like, she doesn't have a future. That's really freaking me out <laughs> yeah. now, man. Just seriously. But no, Sharon and, and the BBC, just to get a little bit of time, the BBC did a documentary about psychics trying to debunk psychics, and they got like eight psychics together yeah. to try and debunk them that they can't tell the future. Seven of the psychics got debunked straight away, and the BBC, they tried to debunk Sharon Neal, and they couldn't. They put her into a room with this guy, the sceptic, and the guy said to her, I'm not going to tell you a single thing about me. Uh, I, I like you're the psychic. You need to guess. He was really aggressive. And Sharon, who's blind, don't forget, was like, "You hear about your son, aren't you?" And he was like, "What are you talking about?" Like, your son died recently. And he was like, "Nobody. How did you know? I didn't tell anyone that." And she was like, "He died, um, and you found him. And when you found him, th- this song was playing on the radio." Um, and he was like, "I never told anyone that. How? You're the, how do you know that?" And this is all in this BBC documentary. And I was freaky as hell. I was like, "Oh my god, this is crazy." And you um, went in a room with her. I know, yeah, she's she's free. But then um, she told me that while she was in in London, her house in 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 um, um, in Ireland got robbed. And I was like, well, you should have really known about that. Shouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, bit mean, Jed. Bit mean. <laughs> um, but then I haven't like she used to call me all the time. The show I was like, how are you? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. But then trying to block off my mind, so she just can't see what I'm reading. It's like this this woman knows what I'm thinking. I need to be careful. Um, think of something non-sexy non-sexy <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah that wasn't too hard to do that um, but I don't know I mean okay so, 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 anyway. so with all that in mind what, what do you think do you reckon you can see in the future like you you know hmm. I spoke to you I told you about Deja Vu before we, we, came, we started recording I was telling you about Deja Vu how I have a have a really weird sort hang of, on a second if, yeah you told me about you told me this before haven't you Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we did that. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm really fascinated by deja vu. I feel like it's it's an unexplainable. It's certainly an. It's, weird. Uh, it's certainly like, it's not a hundred percent explainable. I've heard different theories from different things. What, my, what my, are the theories? My, well, is my it... favorite, my favorite one, the one I feel like probably is the most relevant, is that your left brain and right brain, get bro, left brain and right brain, yeah. go out of sync. How? So that your let's because it's what is it? It's your right body to your left brain, left body to right brain. So it's back to front, if you can imagine that. But you, what you see with your right eye and hear with your right ear is sent up to your left brain, and your brain computes it and processes it all. Mm-hmm. At the same time, obviously, your left eye and your left ear are also seeing and hearing the same thing, but the signal's not reaching the brain at the same time. Yeah. So you're sort of you're seeing it and hearing it experiencing it processing it and that split second later the other half of your brain's also doing that same job in a delay so you're kind of going i'm sure i've seen this before wouldn't it be quicker if the left and side you'll notice why I... the left brain well it would but let's let's not try and get into that right I'm now ask my brain to be put in the wrong way around yeah just turn it around yeah, and i'll be faster okay yeah. but the point being is that you'll notice that whenever you get deja vu it only lasts a bot 10 15 seconds at tops because yeah, i think yeah. what happens is your brain eventually slowly gets back into sync again okay that, that's my favourite theory to explain deja vu. So it's not vu. just a glitch in the matrix, like it could be a glitch in the matrix. Hmm. I'm very, I'm very open to any theories on deja vu. But full circle to the, the back to the whole seeing forward into the future. Yeah, I think this is the sort of thing that we could. I think this is the sort of thing that could happen. Gen- not necessarily the whole world blacking out. That's that's another realm of possibility. Right. But 
I reckon you can genuinely see stuff, or at least subconsciously sense stuff that's not happened I yet. I think more sensing. I think we do, we don't know what half our brain does, or maybe more. We don't know what we're capable of, and I think eventually we'll um, learn to kind of like know like how the, the limits of like human mind can can kind of be pushed yeah. to. Um, so maybe we can like animals can sense danger. Like dogs can sense danger yeah. before they happen. They can sense the changes in weather, things yep. like that. Um, it was like reptiles can sense electricity in the air, so they know when the storm's going to come. Ah, okay. That's why if you ever see, if you've got like a, if you ever know anyone who's got a pet snake or lizard or anything like that, you'll yep. notice that they climb hours before a storm because ah. they sense electricity. Think rain on floor. Floor means flooding. I get high. I won't die. It's an instinctive thing. I get high. I won't die. I know a lot of people that kind of stick to that. Yeah, that's a yep. good mentality. Yep. Um, there's lo- there's lots of stuff that happens within this. There's a kangaroo that's loose in the city, which is a bit weird and strange, but I think just goes to prove that the entire world has blacked out for a couple of minutes. I thought there was and another nod to Lost. Very much a nod to Lost, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also the fact that, you know, people could have literally been doing, you know, jobs in zoos yeah, and, yeah. you know, just going through the gate at the moment of blackout and yeah. then bang, a gate door's left open. But then did the kangaroos black out? Good question. Because there's no birds on the floor like there are in um, what's the film Jericho? No Jericho. The other oh, show. I love Jericho. Jericho oh, we should do list, Jericho on the list. Yeah, um, that's a great show. All the crows that. black out, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there isn't any of that in Flash no. Forward. So maybe the animals don't black out. Well, anyway, the point okay. is the whole episode progresses and it's all about trying to suss out what happened and will it happen again. Yeah. Um, and uh, this Mark Benford. I think he works. Is he? He's not CIA, is he? He's not FBI. He's just a police officer. He's right? kind of just a police officer, yeah, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's yeah. a fairly senior police officer in in his um, in his state. Yeah. Um, and he's basically tasked with trying to identify what it is. So they they build a website and ask people to share what they th- saw, so yeah. they can hopefully join dots together. Um, and because Mark remembers roughly what he saw, he tries to recreate his office because he saw his own office. Yeah. Massive. Yeah pinboard on the wall covered in notes and string and articles and names and words and pictures so he starts to just pinpoint stuff he can remember patch it on the wall and think right let's start somewhere yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and narrow it down um the episode keeps going strange little things happen as well where um uh, olivia uh, this is um mark's wife who's the doctor mm-hmm. um she sees to a young lad who's obviously come in because he's been in an accident of some sort with everyone blacking out um she says, oh, it's okay, it's okay, well, you'll be fine. And he goes, I know Olivia, because he's had a flash forward and he about her. her. Now, many of these things start to tie together for this first episode, and you start to yep. see how these relationships are going to break down or certainly be challenged over the course of the next however many episodes. Um, but it all leads up to what I consider the most climactic finish to a pilot episode <laughs> on television ever. Um uh, Okay. I, won't, I don't think I should spoil it. No, no, don't in case spoil people it. haven't. Cause, but I genuinely believe this to be the most climactic sort of ending to an episode of television. Certainly, the pilot episode to make you keep watching. Um, I've never seen a more dramatic cliffhanger. Personally, I think, I'm trying to remember back to when I first watched it. When I first watched it, I lost my tiny mind. I think I predict. I think I Did predicted you? it. I think so. Now, don't get me wrong. Watching it on the second time yeah, round, yeah, yeah. I start to think myself, maybe if I'd have been a bit more attentive, I might have I forgot seen, that. I've I may have I may have seen it coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you sort of I think if you had seen it coming or if you go away and watch it now and, and you do see it coming I think right? we I think we should revert re- 
I think people have seen. I think I think we're allowed to. Okay, so yeah, yeah. so when you if you, when you get to the end of the episode and you see what's about to happen, I think if you're really paying attention to the episode, I yeah. think you kind of go, no way, it's so, not it's not going to happen, is it? So, so we're to, so we're told the whole time that the entire world, has everyone, blacked all out seven billion people. Yeah. But then it's so revealed that, so, at the end. So yeah, so one of the cops is going through some CCTV footage. And she's just blitzing the whole lot, everything she can get hold of. Hotel lobbies, car parks, um, street signs, uh, you know, street cameras. Um, and then the CCTV from inside baseball stadium. Whole ground blacks out exactly the same moment. The players, the coaches, the fans, everyone, boof, over they go. Right? Now, obviously, most of the fans sat down, so they just sort of slump in their chairs. She pans around and zooms in on a certain section on the far side of the ground. So it's very grainy, can't see a lot. And all of a sudden, this figure is walking along. And mm-hmm. you just think, shut the front door. Yeah. No way. It's good. It's good. Because you want it to be, in the sci-fi sense, something unexplainable. Mm-hmm. But a minute you do that and you put a person, one person awake, yeah, it becomes terrorism, becomes deliberate, it yeah. becomes an experiment, it becomes... I thought aliens, when I first saw it, I was like, aliens... Yeah, well, exactly. You you don't know where it could possibly go. The fact is, it leaves it so very open that it could be anything. Uh, and as they keep saying throughout the episode, you know, we didn't, we weren't unconscious because if we were unconscious, we wouldn't have had dreams, flash forwards. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I I genuinely just got to the end of that episode first time around. I was like, <gasps> yeah, what? I mean, no freaking way! It's 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 cool, and I, I think if you don't want to watch on after that then something's wrong with you because you you definitely need to know what happens next. The only thing that kind of lets... At least need to know who he is. Yeah. The only thing that lets it down is knowing that they didn't finish this story. Like, it, Yeah, that is really it annoying. It ruins it. And, like, and that's why it makes me want to think... And this is why I want to bring the, the novel up. Okay. We need to read the novel because I yeah. want to know what happens. <laughs> well, I'm I'm willing to order the book. Okay. If you want a copy as well, I'll get a couple of copies and we can read it because okay. I, I'd love to know Let's how they it. initially intended the whole thing to come yeah, yeah, to yeah. the end, to the conclusion. Okay. Um, did you watch enough of it to know, find out who that guy was? I think did I watched... Did you find out who he is in like later episodes? Six, seven episodes. Did you find out who it was? I can't remember. I really you don't remember? remember no. So I do remember. Okay. I think I watched enough to remember... Well, I know I watched enough to find out who it was. Okay. And I remember who it was. Mm-hmm. And is yeah. it someone we've seen already? Yes. Ah, okay. I can work it out from from that. Yeah. Okay. More than likely. Yeah, yeah. Um, genuinely think this is one of the best bits. I mean, watching it again, you sort of watch it with an analytical sense for this at least. CGI at times is terrible. When the helicopter <laughs> hits the building, it's too, it's awful. But 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 you you've got to go and let stuff like that go because you are imagining a world that could not possibly be created yeah. in physical terms. There are, I remember I remember certain scenes from from future episodes mm-hmm. where the special effects are amazing. Are they? Um, certain uh, scenes in um, a a coach. Um, I don't know if you remember don't that. Recall it. Yeah. Well, I, I think might it, have done. It might, might be episode two or three. Okay. Uh, I watched about half the season. Right, okay. But I, I guess it does get better. And also, this is this has played out for the long game. And the fact that they weren't allowed yeah. to... Fi- the loss was... Uh, they weren't allowed to finish that. That's why it's so good. I guess, I guess in a way, just wanted to... Sorry, because I was just thinking... Yeah. Because they've given it a set deadline of six months, there's only so much they could ever make anyway. 
Well, there's a way they can always no, go. Obviously, you can go beyond what's it. What's happening in Australia? Of course, you could go beyond it. Yeah, yeah. But the point being is that you've got a very finite story to tell. Yeah. It's a six-month story. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Beyond that six-month window, beyond that date, much beyond seven months, yeah, it's irrelevant. What what we all we care about from that episode one, from day one, is what on earth happens up to the twenty? I think it's twenty eighth or twenty ninth, twenty ninth April. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. The following year. Yeah. So this is what, uh, kind of November, October, November time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're looking forward to the April of next year. Beyond that, beyond May of the following year, yeah. I don't give a monkeys. Mm-hmm. I just want to know what happens between now and then. That day when they all get the flash forward. Because that is the moment yeah. where they will all surely experience deja vu. And I don't know if I've told you this, but I got quite a weird sort of interest in deja vu. Can I stop you there for a second? Yeah. I think you've told me this before. Have I? I think so. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I think so. No, I think you're imagining it. Um, I love this. Genuinely loved it. 24th of September 2009. Yep. Only one season, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't remember for the life of me what John Cho has been in before. The guy who plays Dimitri. But I recognise his face from lots of things. Yeah, he's been in tons of stuff. Um, he has been something I watched recently. Yeah, I feel like he's been in something I've watched recently as yeah. well, and I can't put my finger on it. Yeah, he he's like he's like the Asian guy they always bring in just because. Okay, we need to get that. And demographic. Courtney Vance, who plays yeah. uh, Stanford in it, who's like the head head of the police department. Yeah, yeah. He's been in loads of stuff. He's got a great. He's a great straight lace sort of senior character yeah, uh, yeah, actor. He's very very good. I like him a lot. Um, this is called "No More Good Days," which is a phrase that his daughter who was asleep during the blackout anyway, mm-hmm. um, says, she wakes up and she goes, I dreamt there were no more good days. And that's where the title of the episode yeah. comes from. So, nice. um, really like this. I would yep. like to watch the whole first season again now to kind of see where they got to. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd frustrate me. I might read the book first okay. and then watch the rest of the season. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, yep. I like this a lot. Uh, I, I liked it um, and I love high concept things like this and it, it makes you think like what would you do in this situation if yeah. you were in this situation what would you do well I don't think you could I don't think you could actually ask that hypothetical question even in this scenario because it would depend on what you were doing when you blacked out yeah but then also it made me think what would I do if I was the only one around and everyone else blacked out that's what that would be a great film it's only two minutes yeah but wouldn't that be no but wouldn't it be a great film if you go to sleep one day you wake up everyone's blacked out and there's no way to wake them up who's trying to wake them up and you're just alone by yourself so it's like the last man on the... yeah that's that's the thing for how long how do you wake, how do you wake how do you wake up the whole world go back to sleep again so your 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 the whole film or tv show would be about you trying to wake up the whole world find out what happened a b uh try and wake them up future jed shepherd project there right there are, i there think you go. it's called the sleep 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 people the sleep, sleep, sleep sleepers. people. Yeah. Sleepers. <laughs> sleepers. Watch wake, this space. Wake up. Who? Wake up, world. Wake up. No, just wake up. Yeah, wake up. Okay. There's something there. Yeah, There's there definitely there something there. Um, let's do some scores for that in a little while. Let's yep. uh, first talk about a show you wanted us to watch this yeah. week. And it's uh, another guy's time time concept show I guess yes, it is. in a way well this is a, this is a show that I wanted to do because uh, quite a few people told me to watch it and I was like doesn't sound like my type of thing and then they explained to me what happens and then I'm like okay yeah this is exactly my type of thing um, it is the show that was almost cancelled and then brought back and saved it's timeless then that's the name of the show
reason why I wanted to watch Timeless is because uh, I do another podcast called What to Watch on Netflix and I got the opportunity to um, interview Abigail Spencer who plays the lead character. Um, still Whoa, haven't... you kept that bit of information <laughs> quiet. <laughs> well, it, d- it didn't actually happen, so I spoke to her. Hang on, what? So... Go back. <laughs> so I was meant to interview... Abigail. Um, Abigail, because she was in a, in a film... Uh, I spoke to the director and she was like okay you got to speak to Abigail and the uh, the other actor that's in it um, so I'm like, I'm like cool and then we organised the time but then I was going, went off to LA and that ruined things so I couldn't speak to her because I couldn't get the times right um, and I was out and about and busy um, so I had uh, so I'm going to rearrange speaking to, to Abigail Spencer that's very cool yeah yeah um, but it's good that it's delayed because I was trying to fit in a time to watch Timeless just so I can say to her, oh, I watched that TV show that you're the star of now because it would have been really bad if I'd spoken to her yeah, and that, didn't watch the main uh, show guess, she's in. I guess that's all come full circle to work out all right nicely for you, really, yeah. isn't it? Well, I knew she was in Suits, she was in Mad Men. I'd obviously seen her in, in those shows um, and she's great. Um, and this film she's in called The uh, the Beautiful, A Beautiful Now where she plays a, a depressed dancer is brilliant by the way it's currently on Netflix um, so I'm already a big fan of okay. Spencer going into this so I'm a bit biased saw her in this just I, th- I think she's great I think she's got a real enig- enigmatic character um, it's, she- a, it's, a, it's an interesting mix of characters to yeah. lead with yeah so it's a three, really, isn't it? Let's be honest. It's kind it's of a threesome three with a piece. with a sort of subsidiary sort of four or five. Yeah. So so this show, just in a real nutshell, is about um, Abigail Spencer. She it, she plays uh, a woman whose mum was a famous historian. Seemed to be famous on TV. Everyone kind of knew who she yep. was. Um, she has a sister that they live together. Amy. Yep. And they're kind of just arguing about money and stuff. They need to find a way to make money, blah, blah, blah. Um, but then something else is happening in the same town. I'm guessing this is LA. Um, there is experiments being done. At first, you're not told what these experiments are. You, nope. you just see people in a room uh, with computers, a, f- a little bit of office flirting or one-sided flirting. This one guy who works there, he's an IT guy, keeps looking over at this pretty girl who works a couple of six screens down from him. And like no he, idea how to talk to her. Yeah, his boss is like, you should just just talk to her. Um, and uh, and, I, and I was like, where's this? Where's this going? I didn't really know where it was going. And I thought this is a little bit reminiscent of Sliders. Um, it reminded me a little bit of Sliders, especially okay. with the three that gets kind of on the adventure. Anyway, right. so these terrorists turn up. Uh, I'm assuming they're terrorists. Turn up at this kind of geeky science lab. Uh, it's kind of like a warehouse, like a big warehouse, air hangar kind of thing, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, kind of an air hangar. And uh, they start shooting people up, and they go into this big kind of like pod craft that's in the middle of this hangar. If you remember the robot from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. It's like his head. A big version of that, yep. And uh, it starts whirring, clicking and lights flashing, and just disappears in a kind of a... Yeah. <laughs> good special effects, by the way. Um, and I'm like, okay, cool. This This is awesome. And uh, then Abigail Spencer gets a knock on her door, and it's someone from Homeland Security. Homeland Security, and she's like, uh, "Go away! We don't want to buy anything that you're selling." And he's like, "I'm Homeland Security." No, no, seriously, I'm from Homeland Security. Yeah. We need you. We need now. your help. And she's like, "Oh, okay." So she turns up, not knowing she's in the green room, and next to her is a guy who's uh, 
kind of like looking over her because he's kind of semi-attracted to her. I think there's some mutual attraction there. But he is a soldier. And uh, they have been tasked by Homeland Security to find this pod somewhere in time. So yeah, it's a time it's machine. Got, it's not gone somewhere, it's got some when. Some when. And they use that joke at the end, and it, all, it made yeah. me cringe a little bit, but yeah. oh well. Um, so, yeah, so they've these terrorists have stolen this pod. They know where it's gone back to. It's gone back to the 30s. It's gone back to four hours before the Hindenburg disaster, yep. where the blimp explodes um, in a ball of flames and kills 30-odd people. So they're like, okay, this soldier, Abigail Spencer, has to go back, stop these terrorists. But they identify with the lead guy, don't they? The lead terrorist, they yeah. identify and obviously realise that he's connected to... Once they realise where he's gone, yeah. or when he's gone, sorry, um, they realise the there's going to be a connection and what he's yeah. going to do is he's going to make it worse. Rather than taking well, out just 30-odd people, he's going to take the whole blimp down and try and kill everyone, yeah. which is the theory they run with. Yeah. Well, it's funny because like they knew what year and month he, and day he went back to, but they, they didn't twig it was Hindenburg until Abigail Spencer yeah. told them. Yeah, but in fairness, if you're not a proper history buff, you might not necessarily see that. But it's also the the place the as internet. well. Yeah, I guess so. Well, yeah, yeah true. Um, but, but for her, it's like a, it's just one of those facts you just rattle off. Exactly. And then they say to her, okay, we've got... Um, basically, there's this Elon Musk character who... Very, who, yeah. Yeah, who's a car... What's his name? Manson. Mason. 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 He owns Mason cars. He's an entrepreneur. He's a billionaire. And he's like, yeah, I built this uh, time machine. We didn't tell the government about it, and they're pissed off about it. Um, <laughs> but I've got a prototype. It kind of works sometimes. I want you to get into this, go back, stop them, these from terrorists, from doing whatever they want to do. with history, because any change in history changes... Butterfly effects. Yeah. yeah. So if you yeah if you if you step on a butterfly in the 1930s it could it could cause all manner of problems now. So they're like cool and but that's they, not actually the butterfly effect for those who aren't no, aware. No, of it. No. Just, so, just to clarify, yeah, it's not to do that with was a bad choice of words by Jed there. <laughs> yeah. um, and then they uh, these government people decide to bring one of their own with them. So it's a soldier, well, well, Abigail. And yeah, so I'm gonna this I'm, IT guy. Yeah, that's it. Well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up on that point here because you've got. Um, well, he's a sea. He's a, he's a Navy SEAL. There's the uh, the soldier. Yeah, he's yeah. a former Navy SEAL, so he's proper, proper. It's like you know, a soldier yeah, here. We're not without being rude. It's not just a sort of everyday soldier. He's like specialist. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've got Abigail, who is plays plays Lucy Preston. I'm just gonna call her Abigail. Fine. Uh, she plays Lucy. She's a historian. Um, and then this other guy who goes with uh, Rufus uh, is his name. Um, he's a coder. And I can't yeah. help but think, like, it was a really suspect, suspect yeah. kind of name. Because they, they, well, first of all, he's called Rufus, which is the name of the time travel guy from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Is it? One. Oh. Yeah. Um, oh, crossover. Um, but they said, they said, you know why you have to go. And he's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. Now, what was that well, about? Con- yeah, so Connor Mason, the guy who owns the company, yeah. sent, is basically demands that Rufus goes with. But, but, but what was it? Because I just thought, like, okay, this again, is just an IT don't guy. Don't know. I was like, either he, he knows about this machine, well, or did he invent it, or mm. is he from another time, or what's going on? So many questions, and they cover it up just enough by making him fly the time machine, Yeah, if, if that's oh, the right word for it. And this whole sequence I really love, because the conversation he has is brilliant, and this is the first time I've seen in a time travel, TV show or film where they address the facts. This so, yeah. so yeah, this is a, this is a black guy. Nineteen thirty-seven is yeah. not exactly a great time for my people. Yeah, it's a, and I love that. I love the yeah, way there's yeah, attention yeah. to detail of like, okay, this is not going to be good because that's always a joke. When like people will say, oh, it's not good for 
you never see a, a, a black time travel film because it's not going to be good in any time before yeah. now. It's not going to be good. And he's he's like, yeah, it's not going to be. And when but they, they address t- it, yeah. And when they go go back to the thirties in this time machine, they end up in this bar, and uh, he walks into the bar, and obviously all these people are like, "Who's this guy?" And Abigail's like, "Yeah, it's probably best you stay outside." And he's like, "You think I'd be do good out there?" And ah, oh. yeah, I, I loved it, all that stuff. I really it loved was, it. it. It was a very understated. Um, I don't want to use the word nod, but yeah. it's an re- understated recognition of what that time actually was yeah. for for black people. It added it a just, little bit of reality to a sci-fi yeah, show, which is great. It really did, um, and I guess it kind of just masked the whole him going back in the first place long enough to distract you from what mm. you then see later on in the episode. Because I don't know if you noticed it, right towards the end yeah. of the mess, right, right toward, oh, excuse me, right toward the end of the episode, yeah. Rufus gives Connor Mason, yeah, a flash drive. Yeah, yeah. What the heck was a flash drive doing in 1937? Do you know what the weird thing is? So you know what I mean. These are little details that I spotted, and I'm thinking. So he was sent back not just because you, he could fly the time travel. Okay, I, I want to say, and this is going to be weird now, right? Go what on. I'm about to say. So just before you got here, I went to the post room, post mm. pop, post room. There was an envelope for me that was ripped open, right? Check that envelope. Can you get that envelope yeah. on top of my desk? Excuse me, one second. <clears throat> pull out, pull out what's inside the envelope. This one. Yeah. USB stick. <laughs> yeah, it's a USB stick. I don't have any USB stick spaces available on my computer. Like what on earth? Is... What have you been sent here, mate? It's probably a demo, but it's just weird that you said that. <laughs> that is very strange. It's, look, but look, this is—I didn't rip this open. This was ripped open when it got to me, and there's like a basically a flash drive in there. That is very strange, mate. Can I just see what the date is? It's, 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 honestly, it's, this is weird. But the, the, the point is, is that you get that little moment at the start where you're like, why is he being sent back? And obviously there's an unspoken agreement that he has to be the one that goes back. Fine. He flies it back. They get through the, the whole scenario in 1937 and they come back, right? And there's lots of story in between here and now. But at the end... Connor pulls him aside and says to him, did, did you get it done? Like, did you do it? And he was like, yeah, I got it. And he hands him what looks like a USB stick. Yeah. And I think, like, what, what on earth? Like, the only thing that they that was there in 1937 that would have been able to take any sort of USB stick would have been the time, the prototype time machine itself. Or from the... Or from the other one. Yeah. But you never see them find the other one. Um, but he could have got it from the guy, um, the main guy who. Oh, so you mean you mean he actually sort of stole it off the terrorists who went back in the first place yeah. in the first machine in the newest machine? Yeah, because what is it? Crikey! Because I'm guessing because like you know that conversation that Abigail had with the bad guy, where yes, where, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. so basically they changed time so the Hindenburg doesn't crash when it first launches. Yeah, because they they think they're going to go back. Yeah. And 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 they're going to find these guys trying to take down the blimp and take everyone out. Obviously, yeah. like someone obviously survived on that Hindenburg that wasn't so, but they didn't want to survive. Yeah. They kill them off in this in 1937. It changes the future, the future yeah. they've come from. But actually, what happens is they they get there, they find them, and the blimp lands fine. 
Like yeah. there is no accident. Mm-hmm. Um, and it turns out that the details were essentially that the um, the ropes that they were trying to moor the ship down with were wet. They conducted electricity. They earthed yeah. the ship, and there was a spark. Bang! Off it goes with helium. And by lifting the ropes, they don't get wet. Blah blah blah. Like quick physics. So they they save the Hindenburg. They save all the all the lives, but then they um, they did actually make it explode in the end. Well, they do plant a bomb to blow it up on yeah. its return journey. Yeah. So it wasn't the people that were on it at the time of what we know to be the Hindenburg disaster today. Yeah. There's still a disaster, but less. Only two died. And it would died on its return journey. And it yeah, what they, what they wanted to do was to, to blow it up on the return journey when there were different people on board, obviously yeah. taking out many, many people who influenced the world from 1937 yeah. uh, onwards. Mm-hmm. It is it is a really interesting concept that you think how different the world could be with just one incident being yeah. different. I think it, 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 I think it was really interesting, and um, the the kind of like the, when they get back to the to the to the present. Um, the from the perspective of people that are in the present, they think that the Hindenburg crash was always just two people died and, and was always blown up by this terrorist group of three people, not knowing it's the three people they sent back in time in the first yeah. place. Um, I just love all that. But uh, what I was trying yeah. to get is when when Abigail uh, had a conversation with the kind of bad guy, it made me think, oh, this guy, he's he is. Tr- I don't think he's a bad guy. I think. I think the Elon Musk character Mason is the bad guy, and and these people are going back to to like help the world. That's that's what I think, and and ah. they've got and maybe on that list was a was a list of times and places and names that he has to go back and like save. Or- yeah, but it's also strange because when they're talking, he has a diary that Abigail, sorry, Lucy, yeah, in the Lucy's the character, Abigail's the actress, yeah, um, that Lucy hasn't written yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they have clearly been to the future. Yeah. So um, now this was released in 2016. I assume they set it in the present day at that point, 2016. Yeah. So they've obviously gone forward in time to maybe 2025. Mm-hmm. Found a diary that Lucy has written. Yeah. Taken it. Gone back to 2016. Mm-hmm. Stolen the other time machine. Don't ask me what's going on here. Just go with it. Gone back to 1937 because they realised if they stopped the Hindenburg from blowing up when they did and blew it up the following morning, they'd take out different people. That would affect the future. There is so much time jumping. I think this is one of those shows you will definitely have to invest a whole season in. There's, there's a lot of rules. Well, one of the rules is you can't go back to any time where you existed. So Abigail couldn't well, have gone. They they to can any- they can, but they are absolutely advised not to because if you if you meet yourself, basically you would just mess up everything, just destroy the universe. I think I think the point is because when because he says that, I remember him saying that in yeah, the episode. Yeah, yeah. He goes, "You can't go back to a time," and I think he was saying it more to the point of you shouldn't more rather than okay. you can't because I think the point is these guys, these terrorist group that steal the, the machine black, oh sorry they're not the black that's still, that's still the machine in the first place yeah. I think they've already been to the future with another time machine right because how does he have a diary from Lucy that has stuff in it she hasn't written yet it's her handwriting but she's not written it yet how does that happen they must have been to the future which means they've been to a time where they will be and then they've come back to a time where they are going to be I mean I've got does that make theory. sense? Like, yeah, yeah. No, I've got a theory where we're gonna the Mason, the guy who invented time travel. Yeah, I reckon we'll see something where a flashback to him getting that diary through the post or finding that diary, and inside the diary, 
are all the elements of time travel based on Abigail's travels through time. Um, oh, it's it's it's, it's, it's there's so much going on. But so the, the great layers. thing is, this is on Netflix. Like, I, I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to find this because this on, it was on NBC in America. This is currently on Netflix. It's yeah, brilliant. Both seasons. I'm going to blitz it, mate. And like, this was after two seasons. Like, it was critically acclaimed. It got cancelled, and then people were just like, "No, you need to bring this back." So they were like, "Okay, cool, we'll make it into." It isn't being brought back for a new series; it's being brought back for a film. So, so yeah, so the film's going to be shown um, the end. Uh, NBC have ordered a two-hour movie to air in late 2018, which will conclude the series. So that's great. You've got a contained series you can watch till the end, and a film at the end. Um, I, I'm going to blitz it, mate. I'm, I'm going to watch it. It's really interesting, and I would, I, yeah, you've got to kind of keep watching to see how much more has changed in the current day because yeah. of the diff, because of the now the change yeah. in the in the Hindenburg event just being slightly different. Yeah, and, it, it's, it's and the end, the ending, if something's happened that's affected Abigail's Lucy's, or like I'm calling it Abigail, Abigail's life um, at home as well. So, yeah. um, which makes her realise the size of the impact that just a small change back then yeah. has on today but that phone call she has the end uh, okay what, what's the problem or should i say when's the problem or whatever <laughs> i'm like oh god could have <laughs> left that out i think yeah, uh, yeah it's called the pilot it was out on 3rd of october 2016 there's two seasons extra to watch. points for calling it the pilot absolutely yep. um yeah really like this don't I think, I, don't think well. I'd have watched it off my own no, back, so no. I'm glad that someone suggested yeah. it at some point and it's found its way into our faces now. Do you know what? I'm going to watch episode two tonight. Yeah? Yeah. I think I might join you. Oh, nice. I um, yeah, might watch it at my own yeah, place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, shall we score? Let's give it some scores. Let's score. So flash forward first. Um, okay. You might remember I said this is this would have been my favourite pilot episode of all time before Going we started series, yeah. this before we started even doing the podcast. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah, I'm still going to give it a pretty tasty score. Though. Okay, okay. Um, it hasn't dropped as much. It's dropped a bit. I would have I would have probably gone ten out of ten before wow, before okay. really yeah. sitting down and watching it. Okay. Um, but I'm going to give it I'm going to give it a nine. Okay, it's a good score. I'm going to give it a nine. I'm going to go straight in. It, I think it's a great pilot. I think it definitely makes me want to watch it, it the next just, episode. I just wanted it to have a catchy theme song. I think <laughs> that that would have given it another half a mark. Yeah. Well, like, this is textbook great pilot episode. Um, yeah. It really is. It has all the elements. The only thing that's making me take a little bit of mark off is the fact that I know it, it isn't really an end into yeah. the series. That's the it other really half puts mark. me off it. That's it really, the other half mark. Um, and also keep because, going give it a decent theme tune it's a 10 out of 10 yeah but also like because I know this is it's taken a lot of elements from Lost yeah. a lot it just makes me think Lost is better and obviously I gave Lost 9.5 9. you did um, so I'm actually going to give this an 8 an 8 an 8 yeah I like it a lot yep but like just the fact that like, I can't you can't bit. you can't blitz you can't watch it all because it's all right 17 is a good healthy score I it, do really want to read the book though because I am curious to see what happens yeah I, I I would love to see how they intend to finish it in book form at least so uh, we'll certainly get that order yeah uh, Daredevil Sherlock Orange is the New Black which by the way season 6 is on Netflix now yep yep, yep. Uh, Young One Simpsons Blind Spot Luther season 5 by the way announced okay 
Um, Twilight Zone, Prisoner, Hill Street Blues, I wonder Blues, if my sister's going to be Rock, in that series. Anima- Who knows? You know my sister's in you- series three and four? Yeah. Luther? Yeah. We should do that. Yeah. We've, we've done Luther. Oh, we it. have done Luther. 17 yeah. points, mate. It's in the oh, league yeah. table. Uh, alongside Flash Forward, which has now gone in the yeah. league table. So It's so are. funny, though. We've, we, we always forget the ones we've done. Oh, I, was like, mate, oh, I said you last week, did we do Sherlock? Yeah. And we have. It's because it was a year ago. <laughs> I know. It's mad, isn't it? Um, so, Timeless. Yeah. So, Timeless. Um, that was my one, so I'll go first. Um, I really enjoyed this, and I was surprised. Um, I am going to watch the next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it probably wasn't as strong as Flash Forward... But I enjoyed it. Um, I'm going to give it a 7.5. Okay. I think I'll match you on that one. Yep. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, I hope it gets I, better. I, I think, think it will. I think it will get better. Yeah, yeah I think I think it will get better. Um, and it's nice to know you got that conclusion as well. Yeah. So, as uh, a 15. Yeah, it's happy 15. surprise. That's actually in the weird little uh, segment oh, of the league. Oh, of course. Table, yeah, I think it the fits weirdos, so nicely. The weirdos down in 15. <laughs> um, hello, hello. Flintstones, <laughs> Modern Family, uh, Morgan Mindy. By the way, there's an oh, there I watched is, it. There is an incredible documentary, Robin Williams documentary. Un- Have you seen it? Believable. Oh I've seen God. half of it. I watched it last night, and I was like, seen half of it, and it's, it blew me away. That documentary, yeah, just very the guy is epic, moving, inspiring. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. What a man! What a man! Morgan, what a, what a loss. Obviously, we gave Morecambe Mindy a decent score. Yeah, we yeah, gave it yeah, 15, 15, yeah, yeah, fifteen, fifteen, which is exactly where Morecambe Mindy should sit yeah. in the weirdo section of the oh, league table. I've got Morecambe Mindy Nike shoes as well, so I need to wear that at some point. You should, you should definitely <laughs> wear that. Right, uh, there we go. Flash forward gets seventeen and wins this week. Yeah, uh, another win for the Jelly Man. Damn it, bloody time and all because I'm well. <laughs> You're behind. way behind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so next week, um, oh. you went first with Timeless. I did. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, okay, I couldn't think of something. Yeah. Um, I've been watching the latest series of this um, yep. on telly. Um, it's still in exactly the same format it was way back when. So can we please watch QI? Yeah. Right back to the start of QI. Series A with Stephen Fry. It's now got Sandy Toxvig in charge, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, so can we, yeah, want to go back and watch the first yeah. episode of QI. Please. Wow. I wonder how it's progressed. I do like the, the No Such Thing as a Fish podcast yeah, by the QI elves. Um, I know people have various different opinions on it. I like it because I like... It's it. annoying though. I like to think I learn something every time I listen to it and that's all I care about. Oh, they're full of themselves, those presenters though. I don't and know. And I hate that stop just, the podcast oh, bit. Adverts, I'm shoot myself in the head. Adverts. Nah. Um, they're making moolah, we're not. <laughs> yeah, but then they, that's all they care about, I think. Um, I don't think they really need to care about that when they've got the biggest show on BBC Two at times. Oh yeah, come on, mate! It's, it's not as good as it's not as good as um, QI. Though, anyway, so. yeah. Anyway, let's go and watch the first episode. Screw of QI. them! Yeah, <laughs> let's watch the first episode. See how good it was. Yeah. What do you want to put against it? Okay, let me think. So, BBC. Yeah, I mean, it's BBC, BBC Two. QI was. Um, okay, always is BBC Two. BBC Two. Um, oh, does it have to be BBC Two? No. Okay, I've got two options. Go on. One scrap heap challenge. <laughs> because What a show! <laughs> I know. Scrap heap challenge. The other one is Robot Wars. Oh. And I feel please. because it's BBC two. Can we do Robot Wars? Let's I do don't want to swear you, but Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, think yeah, Scrap Heap yeah. Challenge. I think there's other shows we could do with Scrap Heap. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, I know we'll they're not it. really comparable, but yeah. can we add it to the list though? Scrap Heap okay. Challenge on the list. Robot list. Wars for next week with QI. Yeah. 
All right, excellent stuff. Boom. If you want to, if you've watched them in advance of us and want to give us your thoughts, you're very welcome to do so. Or if you want to suggest a show that we haven't done yet, uh, that is also very welcome as well. Your suggestions will go top of the list, and we'll do those sooner rather than later. Yeah. Find us on Twitter, Jed Shepherd. Find me on Twitter at Jed Shepherd. J E D S H E P H E R D. Available as a ringtone at all good ringtone stores, <laughs> or if you ask. Uh, or you can find me on Twitter at the Jellyman. That's T H E Jellyman. Yeah. Uh, also available as a ringtone. Um, just tweet me and so I'll... Nokia 3330s. I will send it over to you if you're that way inclined. Um, <laughs> awesome. That's another two shows on the list. Take 68 next week. Yeah. Boom. Excellent. I guess that just leaves me to say, see you later, alligator. In a while, crocodile. <laughs> <laughs>